0: Ladies and gentlemen Hey mate It's time for some scrolls mate <laughs> This is a Fred Thayer Productions podcast
1: Hey mate you, have, <laughs> you haven't called Shield have you
0: mate? <laughs> <laughs> ah, cue the music <laughs> I don't know
1: what we're yelling about We came, we saw, we kicked it ass <laughs> In
0: the dark. Uh, are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style?
1: Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway.
0: Hello! We're going to company! Loud noises! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> my thing wasn't uh, plugged in. Okay, hello. Oh,
0: oh no, hello, hello, hello. I'm Kendall Richardson.
1: And I've been getting up to shut my door, I'm Michael Lister.
0: <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred.
1: Yes, experiencing it through the medium of the interwebs of everything that we hold dear, including Twitch, YouTube, and Blue Sky? Maybe. Maybe. Blue sky. Yeah, it's it's gonna be the new it's gonna be the new Twitter, maybe.
0: Oh, I thought Mastodon was the new Twitter.
1: Uh, it's not big enough. <laughs> right. There was a big influx and everyone,
0: Oh, I can't handle the strain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it and its interface is sort of weird to, to navigate.
0: But uh, anyway. Anyway, that's fine. That is fine. Um, cool. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, thanks for being here, thanks for listening, thanks for watching, if you are doing that, we appreciate you very much, as we always do. Um, and as always, Fulia is is not here, but here in spirit, ah. with her, her lovely, wonderful contributions to this show, ah. um, yeah, that I'm going to read out, so sure. yeah, let's kick things off with the weekly watchings. Fulia says, this week has been a time for me to just try and catch up with MasterChef, and during that time, Final Fantasy sixteen was released, and I ended up picking it up. Yes, I have been playing this game since day one of its release, and the story of this game has me so sucked in. It's almost as if I'm watching a fantasy series similar to Game of Thrones, but I get to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Also, Sid is Bay, um, <laughs> with, with heart, heart eyes emoji. Uh, in parentheses, she said um, they are an NPC in the game. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. I'll have to Google Sid for you. Um, <laughs> the only other thing I've watched in this past week is the one animated movie that I completely missed and forgot to watch at the time. I cannot believe I didn't watch the Lego Movie 2, the second part, until now. Like, how is that even possible? I am surprised to hear this news as well. mm um, and then, oh, and then I get a mention here. Kendall, if you're about to say that I actually have watched it, that I must have forgotten so much so that the memory was wiped from my brain, that's literally it for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting. <laughs> I'm just surprised you haven't watched it, fully <laughs> Yes. Uh, so much so that the memory was wiped from my brain. That's literally it for me this week, she says. Thank you very much. Um... I'm. I guessing. I'm guessing you enjoyed it. You actually didn't say if you enjoyed it or not. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. I never ended up watching it myself. Did you watch the second Lego movie? LEGO? I have
1: uh, a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's all right. Nothing can compare go. to the first one, but yeah, uh, it exists. It's fun to watch, and
0: unfortunately, it was sort of the end for Lego stuff
1: from WB. So
0: yeah. Yeah, for some reason for some reason the the Lego cinematic uh side of things the novelty of it I guess wore off pretty quickly. Although, you know, we just talked about Spider-Verse uh not long ago in this podcast and and the the, the Lego sequence was, you know, had people reacting pretty positively. So that's uh interesting. Yeah, they just like um, it in
1: segments, not in,
0: in s- not yes. in an
1: entire entire feature.
0: Not in a 90-minute dump, yes. <laughs> um, s- dump. <laughs> dump. Speaking of 90-minute dumps, what have you been watching, Michael? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. We're all about the segues here. Uh, yes. Hmm, dump it into the sea. Or maybe. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything.
0: <laughs> no, don't, please. I'm... It's been a weird week in it, the world. It anyway. has. It has. And it's been really, it's been really bad. And the
1: discourse on the internet is fun. <laughs>
0: it's it's hard, end, endlessly entertaining. If, yes, if, if, it, if not completely harrowing. Um. <laughs> yes.
1: So mm. I've been watching that anyway. Uh, yes, the, the discourse in that. <laughs> uh, it, it could have been a fate worse than death, but it was either much worse or uh, swift. Yeah. quick quick very me, quick me fi- me, no no me. second
0: yeah no, mm, yeah
1: before you can say anyway before you can say oh shit
0: yeah Aww. what
1: do you mean there's a crack in a hole
0: oh my god
1: mm.
0: <laughs> i'm like i don't want to get into it but like seriously i have never felt so divided on something <laughs> either
1: to join in, in my- or not
0: literally in my entire life like the memes are fantastic and i don't condone these you know billionaires doing what they did and and meanwhile you know all these other people in the world are you know, refugees and boats are dying and all this shit and it's just everyone's eating the rich and all that crap and i'm just like but they died and it was also really horrible and it's just i'm conflicted hmm I'm, I'm so conflicted on the entire thing and that's all i'm Gonna say you're conflicted it's... yeah
1: <laughs> what about the five guys
0: well they're not conflicted anymore they're dead so no. um uh they're
1: they're they're, uh... <laughs> 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 they're products in the can um oh god <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just anyway it's 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 awful and it's funny and it's just crazy and it's fucked up yeah Went yeah. It,
1: anyway, went, went down as a as a group, and yep. came back in a goop. Ah, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like anyway, a gremlin in I'm, a
1: microwave. Anyway, um, going to hell. what have I been watching? Oh, um, nothing much new. Um, one particular thing that I started watching because uh, we got binge back because my wife wanted us to watch the uh, sequel series to Sex and the City. Mm-hmm. And so we got it back and I thought, ah, I'll see what, what's on. Um, yeah, there's a couple of things there that I can probably start watching. Uh, succession, of course, but I haven't started mm. that. I started watching a TV show that I heard... On tum- TikTok, not Tumblr. I'm not on Tumblr. I was going to say. What, uh, anyway, um, Tumblr is my domain. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. your only domain, please. Um, uh, f- from your contribution, as in, you don't only go on Tumblr. What am I saying? No, it's no, no mm. it's it's fine. Come anyway, uh, yeah, it's a it's a sitcom slash bio, roughly bio. Uh, From Pete Davison, the comedian, called Bupkis. Mm. Um, Yeah, uh, I heard some very interesting things. And it started out weird. And if you're going to go into it, uh, (laughs) the first sort of um, physical joke is either (laughs) will will make you want to go, "Mm, okay, no more, Uh, (laughs) or keep on going. But in the third episode, it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it was Pete Davidson about his life as a uh, comedian who's an up and coming star, and and one of the big uh, uh, through um, storylines is his grandfather is um, sick, and and he's spending more time with his gran- granddad, and and the person who's playing his granddad uh, is Joe Pesci. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he came out of retirement and <laughs> and and he's Pete Davidson's granddad and of course it's Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci doing his old Joe Pesci things. <laughs> and it's really funny. Um I'm actually quite you know it's um it's enjoyable, like for my sensibilities. I'm not sure about other people, but the fir- the fir- as I said, the first joke is a bit of a thing to get over because I'm not sure if I would recommend for anyone, (laughs) really. Essentially, it's about a bodily function and uh, and bodily fluids um, accidentally being uh, squirted upon a member of his family.
0: Mm. Mm. I had a feeling it was going to be a uh, bodily-related humour.
1: Yeah. But after that, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> um, okay. It does have a couple of c- cool cameos as well, which is, uh, you know, a uh, favour from fr- Friends. Uh, I know one episode, it's got um, John Mulaney in it, but I haven't uh, reached that one yet. Uh, it's got John Stewart uh, as as himself, and he's <laughs> he's pretty funny in that. I sort of had a huge chuckle in that. Charlie Day's in it uh but not as himself as uh his mm. therapist and that was probably my uh favorite episode so far uh episode 3 where he's uh Pete's um uh, going to a therapist and how he's sort of dealing with like trolls on the internet and all that so it's, it's it's enjoyable i mean as i said after the first shock of is this what we're getting into Yes and no, (laughs) they do play upon as like it's, uh, it is loosely based on his life, but it's not really. It's just just have some fun. I mean, the last episode that I saw was like a parody of uh, Fast and Furious, Uh, and as someone who's never seen Fast and Furious, like any of them, um, I admire the parody of something I haven't seen, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, so nice. that's, that's basically it. Otherwise, um, uh, with my wife, we uh, watched a movie that we haven't seen in a while. basketball. Um hey. yeah, um, I haven't seen it in, in ages, in ages. And yeah, unfortunately, yeah, some of the jokes don't really fly nowadays. You know, a bit of bit of transphobia, a bit of homophobia, and all that stuff. But. It is yeah. of its time and its yes. own sensibilities, but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it nonetheless because it's a bit of nostalgia, and uh, I, I I still I still like fall with laughter of uh, roadkill caught on tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically it from me, uh, as nice. as, a, as opposed to what we're about to talk about later on. Uh, what about you, yes. Kendall? What, do you like roadkill or people, um, turning <laughs> people turning into red mist?
0: People turning into red mist. Well, I love Baseball. It's a great movie, I will say that. Yeah, um, yeah I quote it constantly. It's very funny. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what am I watching this week? Well, I went to the cinema, uh, on Monday Woo. and I, uh, saw the, um, John Farnham documentary, Finding the Voice. Yeah. Um, and it was really, really good. Um, I really liked it. Like I, I, I knew kind of loose parts of his story and his career. Like I knew about Sadie. I knew about his time with little river band and I knew how huge whispering Jack was, but this Docco does such a good job of really going deep on it all and showing you exactly how much each kind of turning point in his life affected the direction of his career and his personal life. Um, like I knew Sadie was like, had become a joke uh, you know it was hugely successful it was the one of the biggest songs by an Australian artist in the 60s and it became a the butt of a joke uh, you know ten, 10 odd years later for some reason and then nobody wanted to hire him or sign him um, because it's Johnny Farnham and all he does is sing you know bubblegum pop songs um, you know so and that just really took a toll on his his career and his life and um, but he obviously, you know, as we know, bounced back in an incredible way. And, you know, Whispering Jack is just like, it's such a good album. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of, of him. I've seen him live once, um, about 10 odd years ago. Um, it was the 25th anniversary of Whispering Jack at that, that point And, um, so he played the album in full, um, which is funny because he made a joke about how, cause on the album, you're the voice is the second track. Um, and he's like, don't worry, I'm going to play it again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) you're not, you're not going to get your, the voice now and not going to hear it. And that's it. So yeah, he encored with it. Um, yeah, he's, he's fantastic. And yeah, the doco was great and it was, you know, there was a lot of interviews with a lot of, you know, people close to him in his life and, and, you know, people that have since passed on like, you know, Glenn Wheatley, Mm. um, who was basically his best friend, um, and, and manager as well. Um, and yeah, and Olivia Newton-John, there's uh, audio recording of her speaking, um, I'm I'm assuming from the last, like, you know, from 2022, obviously before she died, but you yeah. know, it just, it, there's no footage of her, but you do hear her voice and they do mention her passing and, and Glenn, obviously Glenn Wheatley's passing and, and um, you hear audio of John Farnham talking about how devastating it was. And then they mention his cancer diagnosis, but they don't go into any kind of detail, on that, um, which is fine. You don't really need to, but it's just, I was in tears by the end of the doco though. I will say, cause it's just, gah, it's, <laughs> emotions. Mm. Um, but, um, I'm so glad Whispering Jack happened cause it almost very much didn't happen. Um, the way they were able to put it together and release it and yeah, it's just, it's just great. I you know, I left the cinema with a smile on my face after, after watching that. So I highly recommend people check it out. Speaking of crying, um I finished Medici today um like a couple of hours ago the third and final season and yes I was I was in in tears uh by the end the last couple of episodes there's a couple of major character deaths and I was very very sad um by them um but yeah I'm gonna miss this show because I really enjoyed watching it and getting to know this world of Florence and the 15th century and just the scandal and the you know the political and religious kind of craziness of the time um was just yeah just amazing to watch and yeah really 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 good show i did not expect i did not expect i I watched it i watched it for charlie vickers and i came out of it with like this awesome just you know historical drama um with you know a really good cast and Hmm. um really well made and written so um yeah I love it when that happens. I watch a thing for one person and then it's, yeah, that's how Fight Club became one of my favorite movies. I watched it because Jared Leto's in it for like, you know, two minutes basically. (laughs) And then now it's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, Yeah. So Medici was awesome. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was heartbreaking and beautiful and wonderful. Um, What else can I say that I watched this week? Um, yes, uh, I had a friend over last night and we watched, um, what did we watch? We watched The Suicide Squad. We watched James Gunn's Suicide Squad. The
1: Suicide
0: Squad. <laughs> the Suicide Squad. He hadn't seen it yet. The so flop. uh The Flop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, it's such a good movie. I hadn't, I hadn't rewatched it since I um, watched it. And the first time back in 2021, in the middle of a lockdown. Um, but um, but it's, yeah, it holds up still for me. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I was just watching my friend's reactions to the opening sequence. <laughs> and I just, I said to him, like, this is one of my favorite openings in any movie. The fact that they just, you, you have all these characters, they set them up, they throw them in there. And then spoilers, they all die because they were just a distraction for the real mission. Yeah. Canon uh, fodder. It's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, so and yeah, my friend really liked the movie as well, which was great. Uh and then we, yeah, decided to keep keep the fun going and we watched Peacemaker. Um mm-hmm. just just the first three episodes. But uh yeah. He 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 lost it. He thought it was great. Um, like wild was the word he used. Mm-hmm. Um but just, you know, the way we were sitting there just laughing. At John Cena, like talking about being a dick vampire at one point, <laughs> it was just just the shit he says, you know, calling calling John Diebeard and his you know relationship with Eagerly, and oh, it, it was so good to rewatch it because I haven't rewatched that either since last year when it came out, and yeah, and 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 my friend also hadn't seen the um, the opening credits before, so <laughs> let me guess, so you good. watched it
1: all the way through three times.
0: Oh, sure, I did. Yeah. It's like the only opening credits I will never skip. And I, I'm i a person that actually doesn't skip opening credits because I have this like weird FOMO completionist mentality. I have to watch everything. Um, so But yeah, I would never skip that. Yeah, it was great. It was so much fun. Just And just, yeah, just losing my shit over Vigilante again, making hmm. all the faces, trying to not be recognized by anyone in a lineup. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's just fucking gold Um, So that was good And yeah And then there's one more thing Which we're going to talk about later So that's it For me Yes Yes Alright Which now makes it time To get into the week that was In the nerdy news This is the
1: news in nerdy news The nerds that talk about the nerdy news That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy and now the queen of nerdedom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: All right, nerdy news time. Um, we don't really have a lot of news this week, but we're going to kick things off by talking about the fact that um, San Diego Comic-Con is in a bit of trouble this year. Um, oh, really? Do tell. Yeah. <laughs> The writer's strike has struck again, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, yes. So, as, as is a, a you know, natural flow-on effect of results of just this s- strike, um, Marvel, Netflix, Sony, HBO, and Universal all will not be presenting at SDCC this year, mm. which is supposed to happen in just under a month from now. Yeah. So, they've all said, no, nah, we're not going to be there not going to present anything <clears throat> so far uh so far so far it looks like uh, uh, warner brothers are still going but they haven't commented either way um but um paramount pictures are they're supposed to be holding a panel for the new teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem film and talk about the various star trek stuff so they may still be going um Uh, apparently, uh, the channel NBC will only move forward with its panels if there's no actors strike. So we find out at the end of this week if the actors will strike or not. True, dude. Um, yes. Um, and then Amazon haven't, haven't said either way if they're going, but it looks like they are planning at this point to go ahead because they are looking to promote season two of the wheel of time and the upcoming boys spin-off show gen v um which are coming out later this year uh apple hasn't said anything either so um yeah yeah if if the actors go on strike or if the strike does not end this friday then we're in for yeah a very quiet comic-con um which look again it's just me being half of me selfish and half of me is in solidarity it's a bit it's a bit shitty Uh, (laughs) Mm um you know we we want the shiny things we want to support the the things we love the actors we love the writers and the directors we love and and, you know as a result of that that will that kind of means not having a san diego comic-con this year so yeah if that's the case there's always next year they won't be on strike next year hopefully um um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah it's 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 fine like there's nothing, I think, for my money anyway. There's nothing really big that I was expecting to be promoted anyway. Like you know, Marvel did their massive, you know, uh, unveiling of phases five and six last year, um, and broke the internet with that stuff. So I, it's yeah, they don't they don't have anything else they're gonna really announce. We we know pretty much everything that Sony Universal are doing with their Marvel stuff. Um, you know, Lucasfilm they just had Star Wars Day, and obviously now with Netflix, just you know they just had their Tudum, uh event as well. So a lot it's it's becoming like the SDCC is kind of becoming like the you know the E3 of the 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 on screen world because you know we're not having an E3 now, and it looks like there won't be an E3 going forward for at least the next couple of years. Um, just because all the companies really now have their own, uh, platforms with which to announce all of their stuff. They can have their own like mini conventions. Um, you know, so all the gaming developers do that. And, and now a lot of the streamers and, um, movie studios are doing the same thing. So it's, I, th- it's, I guess it's also a sign of the times as well. Maybe, I don't know, but that's the case. Uh, Either way, next, on next week's show, no doubt we'll be talking about the result of the um, the negotiations that are taking place at the end of the week. So fingers crossed for a good outcome for the writers and the actors. Uh, I'll be praying for them. Um, mm. But if they strike, then fucking first time in history that SAG-AFTRA will have, you know, gone on strike. So that's pretty massive. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mike, do you have any thoughts on this? Um are you, you happy about this? Are You disappointed? Are you, couldn't give a flying fuck about <laughs> this?
1: <laughs> well, it, it is interesting that um, because of the rise strike, there, there's probably not going to be stuff to present, like any, like everything that we know, we know. Uh, so I'm not sure if it, there's going to be anything new because they're. Still negotiating, and the strike still happening with the writers, and what's going to happen next uh, next week? Um, yeah, it's. It, I, um, I'm not sure if it's going to be like an E3 sort of thing where all the big uh, big names are coming uh, coming out. So that means death of the of the con, because out of all, all the. Um, out of all the cons this is the biggest one and I'm not sure if mm. it's, it's going to be uh, one of those too big to fail sort, sort of thing but it might be a lot of um, uh, like indie stuff and not real known stuff will float to the top and we'll we'll start getting to see some some independent stuff, not necessarily big big name stuff cuz essentially it was uh, uh comic con was basically for comics and and just yeah. back to the nerdy shit and uh just like the cons that you see around it's just going to be hey we got big name stars coming in get their autographs uh, i think that's that's going to be their bread and butter for a while uh until they work out something um hmm. Uh, Yeah, and I also mentioned uh, something that came out this week week about uh, how Steven Spielberg, Martin Corsese, and and Paul Thomas Anderson uh, had a little meeting with David uh, Zaslav, the CEO of of Warner Brothers, Mm because Warner Brothers is trying to find where they can cut costs, as they usually do. And Zasloff has done an amazing job with uh, <laughs> the new <laughs> the, the new title of uh, HBO Max and just taking out the HBO because everyone knows Max is a better name. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, and how he's sort of deciding to um, uh, either discontinue or, or bring back some... Uh, um, uh, drop some funding to the uh, the uh, TCM, the uh, the time uh, the the Turner Classic Movie sort of uh, mm. channel, and mm-hmm. of course Mark Corsese and Steven Spielberg and all them are saying, "Hey, we need to save cinema for everyone." So, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's 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 such a weird world we lead that things uh, like they're thinking, like people in charge are thinking, oh, this is going to be more streamlined, and it's all about it's all about uh, cost cutting. It's like uh, make sure everything comes out and it needs to make a billion dollars. No, I think people, I think the blockbuster like. Is going to be like it was, um, like I don't know, 10 years ago, where it was just every so often there's a blockbuster, not every m- movie needs to be a billion dollar blockbuster, mm-hmm. and writing their writing their sort of um, all, betting all their chips onto each film each time to make mm-hmm. them more money, and, and that's why The Flash is sort of a. a bit of a wake-up call. Uh, like the audience knows when they're being manipulated into, hey, is this, this is the new best thing. We need, we need more. We need more, and then we can, mm. with the more stuff, we can go to more things. It's like no, a lot of people just want something new and different. And I mean, IP is a thing, but it was great when it was just far and. Few and far between, but now, mm. like every week, needs to be the the biggest thing. And the biggest thing is like no, I think because of the rise strike, people are sort of uh, con- cutting on to the idea of we could just do little stuff. And if it's and it's and if it's successful, good. I mean, that's how that's how like everything and all at once was like just. Out of out of nowhere, like the greatest thing, because it was new, is different. It was unusual. Thank you, Kath and Kim, and and it's it was sort of in the zeitgeist of everyone was sort of interested in, like the multiverse theory. But it wasn't all about the multiverse and and like cameos and all, all this. It was just a story about a family that's that's struggling with the backdrop of of multiverse and mm. i'm i'm thinking that's what pe- people want to see they don't like they want to see like a story like we talked about the flash last week and i was more interested in the story and the elements of of um how someone can who wants to go back t- go back in time and change something that they think is for the better, but it apparently mm. is for the worse. It's, it's all that. I couldn't really give in, in a way, I couldn't really give a shit shit. If they like show, you know, show like a couple of supermans and, and, and batmans. It's like, yeah, that's icing on the cake, but it's not what I go to cinema for.
0: No, no, it's not. No, that's right. And i um,
1: yeah,
0: I was just going to quick jump in on that and just say, I've since read, the unbelievable amount of uh, vitriol and backlash that The Flash has received from all of those quote-unquote CGI cameos at the end of the movie. Mm. Um, I was flabbergasted. I'm like, these people are really that offended by this? Mm. Anyway.
1: like I can see what they're talking about, but... A it, little
0: bit, but... Mm.
1: It was sort of a flash in the pan. It's like, well, yeah. do something with it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. That's my No, work. you're right. I'm you a little are bit right, worried.
0: though. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, you you are right, though, because, like, you know, you can... They could have done... Like, we we talked about the flash last week, as we said, you know, and... um. That we both enjoyed it and we both thought it was good, and you know, um, but there is definitely a world in where they could have done a better story and been a bit more, I don't know, gone in more on the family and less on the multiverse of it all, uh, and done like a real proper Barry Allen sort of a story, um, I guess, um, and 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 I think that's this whole thing is just one of the like side effects of, um, you know, the MCU becoming such a big thing. Like the Avengers just changed everything Mm. because that was the, that was the first time we really kind of had a movie where you've got all these characters that have been introduced in other films and now they're all on screen together and we're just losing our fucking minds over it. Like they, like the response to the Avengers has just been this ripple effect through, through cinema for the last you know, eleven years yeah. of just they want nostalgia, they want crossovers, they want cameos, post credit scenes. Like they've taken like Hollywood has gone fucking that's it. That's what's gonna make us a billion dollars. The Avengers made a billion dollars. Let's make billions. And that's why they're fucking going hard on it and forgetting the heart and soul of what are these what these stories are supposed to be about. Um, you know, where the where Kevin Feige and his team were able to spend 10 years building this story and the fact that Endgame finishes with a lot of nostalgia and a lot of cameos and a lot of... But they still managed to balance it in the right way with the heart because they earned that, because they spent 10 fucking years getting to that point where you you have fucking DC rushing the shit, you know, and I'm still pissed that, you know, their fourth their fourth fucking movie in their shared universe is their crossover movie and it's like well not even like they had Batman Superman and Wonder Woman in their, in their second movie or maybe yeah. Justice League was the third movie but anyway they went too fast and then now they've got Flash and it's effectively the end of the DCEU as we know and they've gone out with all of these you know CG cameos which don't offend me and like I said I can't and you said I, I can understand why people would be offended by that but at the same time it's shit that that's just kind of what everyone's talking about with this movie because there, there is some good shit in it, but overall, it doesn't do a good enough job like Endgame did in terms of balancing that shit out properly. So, but you know, Hollywood's going to Hollywood, and they're going to just you know yeah, that's why fuck the... Fuck, fuck, fuck the audience basically. Um, yeah. You get gi- you give it you get gi- you gave us your money, we have your money, we're laughing. We'll, we'll keep giving you nostalgia because you keep buying for it, paying for it. Why? Like this, It's why Disney makes so many fucking reimagined classics, you know, live action remakes. We get so many of them because people go in droves to see them. I mean, I've, you know, I'm not going to go, I don't think I'm going to go watch any of them again, to be no. honest, I think I'm over it, no. but like, but but anyway, I'm ranting and rambling, but... I'm very passionate about that's, it, so
1: it's you, understandable. You raised
0: you raised a really good point, so thank you. I know,
1: I know, I know. I, I'm always um. good for points. Um, you are, and yeah, it's yeah. I was gonna say something,
0: yeah, um,
1: yeah. With the everything needs to be universal, survivor's vibe it's like no, no, uh, and you don't need to, and that's why people are sort of latching onto like like uh, weird and wonderful things. And and once once go back to like story and that. And I think I think Hollywood, like the big the the big companies, is like, well we need need to turn out some more stuff and and more or less you can blame it on you can blame it on the audience and because they keep on coming back. It's like, well, unfortunately there's nothing else to watch there's
0: nothing else to watch yeah that's that's a good point
1: i mean there's more star wars stuff cool all right can we have something else yeah willow <laughs> it's still ip <laughs> oh god um Um. marvel disney stop it please
0: <laughs> uh yeah well i was talking with a friend about um just the general direction of the mcu and and um you know because he asked me about secret evasion because he hasn't watched it yet and um one of the things that he raised and i kind of agree with and i hope will happen i don't know if it will because you know we just talked about how hollywood's gonna hollywood but when the multiverse saga is done like when we get to the end of secret wars and it's done um marvel should just go back to making standalones mm. like they, sh- they don't need to do another saga. They don't need to do another connective thing because they, they nailed it the first time and they've jumbled it the fuck up currently. <laughs> and I don't think we need that itch scratched anymore. Um, but, but that's not to say that they won't try it again. Um, so I don't know. But it would be really cool to see them go... And do more standalone stuff like how they've sort of done in this phase where you have something like Moon Knight that's very much a solitary story not connected yeah. to anything. If we see more of that, that might be a bit that might bring more people back who are the people who are just like, I don't want to watch fifteen years of fucking movies and T V shows <laughs> to try and understand what's going on here. Um so yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think yeah, Marvel sort of in its In its sort of uh, DC, DC vibes, we need to get to the multiverse. We need to get to the multiverse. Ah, shit! The wider strike, so everything needs to be pushed back. (sighs) Okay.
0: Mm, Yes. Anyway, speaking of Marvel, (laughs) Mm. speaking of things being pushed back, um, our next uh, story is uh, relating to the upcoming Spider-Man spin-off movie El Muerto. Um, It was supposed to come out January 12th Next year And now it's not coming out at all At this point Um, It's been removed completely From Sony's release calendar Um, Now this is Mostly due Again, the writer's strike um, That has caused the delay Um, And then uh, The actor uh, That's playing El Muerto In the film, Bad Bunny Um He's a rapper, I'm pretty sure, or a musician. Um, anyway, he's touring um, yeah. around that time, so he can't actually promote the the movie. Um, and he's their lead that they've banked all this money on. So therefore, they've just gone, all right, we'll just take it out and, and put it aside, save it mm. for a rainy day. Um, that's, that's about it. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I mean... Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. I, I mean, I've got thoughts on Sony Marvel coming up very shortly. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I might save the rest of what you know for that. But yeah, I'm, I know nothing about El Muerto as a character, you know, and hopefully the movie still comes out just because you know um, we'd love to see a uh, representation on the screen, um, you know, for a Latina character to have, you know, a superhero movie. Or a suit, or an anti villain, anti hero movie. I don't even. You see, I'm I'm bad. I'm just going to stop rambling. No, that's nice. right.
1: I mean, it'd be guy, nice to see. Yeah, the guy who he's playing is he's only been in like two issues, and that's it. So, oh, okay. It's a hugely obscure sort of uh, reference character that's loosely okay. loosely tied to Spider Man. So,
0: yeah. Well, according to this article. I have now. Um, El Muerto is the son of a luchador who finds out he will inherit a mystical wrestling mask that will imbue him with superhuman strength and endurance to go up against gods and men as a professional wrestler. Interesting. And yeah, he's an anti-hero. So. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound like the kind of movie I would go out of my way to watch, but it's a, it's a Marvel movie, so... Have to, ding, ding, ding. You have to watch it. You're part it. of the
1: problem, <laughs> Kendall. Come I am. On.
0: Part, I am. I am part of the problem Don't worry. I'm a hypocrite. I will admit. I'll be the first to admit. I'm a fucking hypocrite. You know, um,
1: it, it just anyway. take. It just takes one. One to not go to, and then you're like three hey,
0: I did say. I did say that I don't watch the live action remakes anymore. So that's.
1: I'm I talking about Marvel books. here. I know. I still haven't seen Morbius. And yeah, that's, I have. That's
0: fine. And I
1: haven't seen uh, Black Adam or Shazam two.
0: I haven't seen Black Adam because I have no. I actually genuinely have no interest in seeing Black Adam. If it was a Marvel movie, I would have watched it. Okay, but it's not. It's not a Marvel movie. I haven't seen it.
1: I haven't seen so. Morbius. So.
0: And you haven't seen Morbius. So, well, we're even then. <laughs> not no. really. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what are your thoughts on um, El Muerto being removed from release? <sighs>
1: How many ways can I say I don't care?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Fair enough. Yeah, Yeah, I'll
1: I'll take that. Okay. It was sort of like like when it first got announced, it's like, okay. It's just for the sake of uh, Sony making their own Spider-Verse without having Spider-Man in it. Weird universe. Okay. Mm. And... Yeah, I, I don't know. And I don't care. It's a movie that I don't need to see. Good. I'll save my money. Uh, and I'll buy interesting things. Like <laughs> Beanie Babies.
0: <laughs>
1: Spoilers for a future segment.
0: Yes, yes. We're just dropping all of the references um, to... Yeah. To trailer park. Um, all right, our our third and final uh, item in the news is gaming related. Um, the wonderful, foolish Fuji has uh, given uh, her thoughts um, and recap uh, of the Nintendo Direct for June that happened during the week. Um, so I'm pretty much just going to read her out her thoughts out and throw to you, Mike, because I don't. I'm probably not going to have any skin in this game whatsoever and that's fine um Fulia says DLC skin haha <laughs> <laughs> ha. DLC skin I see what you did there uh Fulia says the big announcements from the Nintendo Direct coming in the second half of 2023 include Super Mario RPG remake Detective Pikachu 2 the game not the movie I had to look that up because I thought <laughs> it was movie news and it's not um <laughs>
1: it's games it's games it's games
0: Kendra. It's games. <laughs> Shut up. Um, WarioWare, Move It, and a brand new, in all caps, 2D Mario game by the name of Super Mario Bros. Wonder um there were a lot of other announcements that weren't as appealing to me personally she says as well as a new princess peach game and a remaster of luigi's mansion 2 from the 3ds games that will be coming to the switch in 2024 oh and michael will be excited excited to know that the batman arkham trilogy is coming to the switch you mean i can Um, buy the batman arkham trilogy for a Third time!
1: <laughs> First uh, time on an
0: Xbox, the second time on PC, and
1: now on the Twitch!
0: On the Switch. For more details, Fulia says, you can find the list of all the announcements from this direct on the Nintendo website. Thank You've you, got Fulia. the internet, use it. <laughs> yeah, basically. If you want to know more, you can go find it yourself. Um. <laughs> um yeah, I think the only thing that obviously is exciting for me to hear is the Batman Arkham Trilogy, because I've not played those games myself, but I know people like yourself, Michael, who fucking love those games, um, and I've heard how good they are, and to see that it's coming to the Switch is just awesome. So mm. um, I'm here for that. Yes. Um, but yes, um, tell me how excited you are about all of this.
1: Yeah, I'll go backwards. Uh, yeah, Arkham, uh, the Arkham City now... Uh... Um, Trilogy going to be on Twitch. That's going to be an awesome, awesome adventure. Mm. Uh, Is it going to is it going to take up like well, with the uh, Switch, it's little. um, What do you call them? Like cartridges. Uh, Will there be three of them, or just be one big one? I was just thinking one little big one, because Mm. the technology in that is okay so so i'm a bit worried about the the hardware side of it it's if they're going to get everything in there because um essentially the last two are like a huge sandbox that you play in um with the arkham city and then uh with arkham Knight. uh it's so it has the same map but expanded so yeah, I'm a little bit worried if they're going to if it's going to work or not. But I'm not sure. But I I play it on PC now. Uh, I haven't touched my Xbox in a, in in a while. It's all mm. it's all um, set up because we we don't, we have a we don't have a DVD player in the front room, so we so we use mm. that. Uh, yeah, I'm more than happy. I might buy it because my my little girl loves loves the Switch and she loves play, playing it just uh all to herself. Um funny enough. Uh she did find a copy of South Park uh fractured uh butthole. that game is like, ah, oh, can I play that? Because cartoons on the front. It's like, no you can't until you're eighteen. Is <laughs> that like, okay. Until I'm eighteen. Sweet. Uh not now, binge. Go, away. Go S- away. Stupid binge. Uh uh bing. I'm getting binged by bing. Uh yeah. Couple of uh remasters and uh and uh remakes. It looks pretty awesome. Uh, Luigi Mansion Two, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably get because got, uh, Luigi's Mansion Three, um, because I didn't get to play the f- first two, uh, because I didn't have a GameCube growing up, and I didn't have a a PS uh, a three DS. Neither, so that'll be cool, uh, but, uh, a lot of people. Uh, in my age bracket uh, going nuts over the Super Mario Arch- RPG remake because uh, it's the first time that uh, people who like RPGs as well as Mario smoosh it together and essentially you're playing Final Fantasy but in the Mushroom Kingdom. and And that was all the way back in, I want to say Super Mario... That they did that uh, the Super Nintendo, and it hasn't been. Uh, people been, people really enjoyed that, so that'll be cool. Uh, and I I'll, and I'll see if I can play it for the first time. Even though I'm a bit ick about RPGs, like I can't even get through like a a Pokemon like at all. It's like oh, you gotta do this, and this is and no. I don't don't care. Don't care. I don't want to build up a team. I don't want to rename my Pikachu and call it Spazfart for the 13th time and get bored with it and, and settle off to get a ditto. I oh, don't know. Whatever. Um, <coughs> the new Mario game, uh, uh, Super Mario uh, Brothers Wonder, that looks... Uh, it's a 2D, fo- uh, a 2D uh, platformer. It's not 2D graphics, but it's... Uh, uh, but it's a side-scroller and yeah it looks interesting um i don't know uh I'm, I'm more more or less uh thinking what would my kids love and i think think my uh my eldest would love to get a princess peach like game for herself because she loves princess peach She's seen the Mario movies so many times because it's out now on uh, direct uh, on uh, digital direct. Uh, might get on Blu-ray because I I'm, I I'm all about the physical uh, media now because I'm at that age that I need to get things physical. Physical.
0: Yes. Yes, physical. Yeah. Let's get physical.
1: Yeah, me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that's
1: basically it. It was a very, it was a very good direct, more more or less for like the nostalgia bait of like Super Mario RPG and and Luigi's Mansion two, and Batman Arkham finally getting a platform, uh, getting a what do you call it? It's not a platform. It's it's a it's a it's a, uh, it's a thing. It's a. Putting putting it on a different um, different thing, cool mm. things. I, li- I like things. Do you like, I things? like stuff and things?
0: I like stuff I like and things. things. I like stuff and things. Let's um, move on, shall we? we d- are you done? You good? Yeah,
1: I'm done. I'm, 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 right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done.
0: I, I want to go home. <laughs> I am Hi, home. Good. You are home. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, alright, that's the nerdy news for this week which means it's time to roll on up to the trailer park.
1: Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He-haw.
0: Yes, okay. Trailer park time and we're kicking it off with a roar, I guess. Rawr. <laughs> Rawr. Um... We got our first uh, trailer for *Craven*, the hunter. Oh, um,
1: I've been craving some Craven.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. I. <laughs> I'm just. Oh God. I'm. I'm. I can't find the right words for this one right now. Just because. This movie doesn't look good at all, I don't think.
1: Am I seeing some cracks in the armour of watching every Marvel movie, Kendall?
0: Oh, no, no. No, I'm still going to watch it because Aaron Taylor-Johnson is hot as fuck and he looks great in this. So I'm going to be a fangirl and go watch this one just to see him. Well, you didn't see that coming. (laughs) You you didn't see that coming. Yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, he looks amazing in this, and I'm just, I can't.
1: Are you saying he looks (laughs) kick ass? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, yes, he looks kick ass. No, yeah, like he looks great. Like he's probably like his, and he's gonna probably be the best thing about the movie anyway. Um, Hold your time. Hold my tongue.
1: Russell's in this, man.
0: Oh, God. I'm getting to him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Yeah, no, I like Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's, he's very talented. Um, and I, I, yeah, have enjoyed watching his performances over the years. And I, li- I really liked him in Bullet Train last year as well. Um, I thought he was great in that. Um, and, and, yeah, I, you know, we don't need this movie to exist at all. And I don't know what they're doing. Over at Sony Marvel. Because whatever it is, it's fucking confusing. Um, and yeah, it just this trailer showed too much of the movie. We didn't need this really awful backstory, origin story in flashbacks. About a safari gone wrong or a hunt gone wrong. And then Russell Crowe and his terrible Russian accent is like, leave him for dead, he's weak. Blah blah blah. And then and then a drop of lion's blood somehow <laughs> makes him craven the hunter. Oh. Makes
1: him Charlie Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the, the Charlie Shane of the Sony Spider-Verse. Oh my god. Yeah, I just I didn't need that in this trailer. They could have put that in the movie. Um, and like just left it in the movie, and it would have been fine. Actually, it would have been better for them if they'd done that. I think because this trailer is three fucking minutes as well. It's another problem. Um, but yeah, Russell Crowe is just everyone's every superhero's dad now. That's um, that's just that's just Russell Crowe, and that's fine because we love Russell. He's great. He's a you know an adopted Australian icon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know he's he's fantastic. But you know I enjoyed him in Thor: Love and Thunder and and now he's in this movie doing another bad accent and it's just like okay okay russell sure that's fine you do you buddy i support i support your rights and wrongs um yeah and i don't know and then the other problem i have with this trailer is the fact that they're like not only have they like squeezed in another villain cuz obviously the you know his dad is some sort of antagonist for this story but they've also put the rhino in this movie. And the last time we saw the rhino was Paul Giamatti doing a bad accent in a giant suit, mechanical suit thing in Amazing Spider-Man 2. And now we're getting like a... I don't know if this is a more comic-accurate rhino with him actually no. physically transforming or it's just what they're doing with it this time around. I don't know. But they didn't need to put it in the trailer either. the do do I don't... yeah. I don't even know why they're doing Rhino again. I mean, I I like the act the actra, uh the actor um Alessandro Nivola, he's awesome. He's he's very good at playing villains as well. Um but uh yeah, nah. Nah. If this wasn't a Marvel film, I probably wouldn't watch it to be honest. <laughs> but like I said, a I've signed my soul to them. Um but uh Aaron Taylor-Johnson is fucking fine. So I'm I'm going for the eye candy. That's it. <laughs> and thus concludes my Ted talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Folia says, Oh damn, this one is oof. <laughs> um, and um, there's an emoji there that I don't know what it's called. But anyway, how to describe it. Interesting looking emoji. Um, I won't be able to watch this one, and you all know why. Um, I'm guessing it's because of the one shot of all the spiders coming down on him in this forest. Fair call, Fulia. Why did it have to be spiders? Uh, because I- they're
1: referring to Spider Man without having a Spider Man in a Spider Man movie. Spider Man.
0: Yeah, probably. It's probably something to do with that, and then the fact that like he has his abilities. He has abilities to control or. Right in- animal i don't know what he's fucking anyway something's going on with some spiders in there it's, it's probably just a reference to spider-man like you said so who knows um yeah fair enough for you. that's okay that's okay you're not the only one who won't be watching this movie um <laughs> michael yeah i'm curious i'm curious uh how, how did you find this trailer what do you what do you reckon
1: if i didn't know who craven the hunter was or even the rhino was it 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 probably looked like a very interesting film, but but as it's part of a being a comic book uh, adaptation or adjacent. I mean, I don't mm. think it's got anything to do with comics e- either. It's it's a completely different origin story, um, and also um, uh, adding sort of elements to it. It it would have been a very interesting like movie to to sit down and watch, but because of everything else, no, nah, it's not no. Nah. And I think the thing that Fulir is probably referring to is probably uh, when he bites off his nose and spits it.
0: Oh, actually, yeah, that's a, that's a thing.
1: Because this is going to be very violent and bloody.
0: Yeah, I'm here for that.
1: Yeah, and I suppose it's like, hey, we've got violence. We can do violence because we're not catering for, like, kids. You know, it's going to be like the, the um, it? what do you call them, Venom. It's going to be like the Venom thing. It's like, well, if you're going to go for the hard R, why don't you do that for Carnage? I mean, I watched that one. I was hoping mm. for Carnage, but there was no real Carnage. Yeah, and and you just let it go for Craven the Hunter, who's a villain in in the lexicon of super, uh, Spider-Man, and he's he's a big game hunter.
0: Mm.
1: He's not. A conv- he, he's not. He's not this. <laughs> he's not hunting down other hunters. Yeah, he's he's a bad guy, and the reason why he's hunting Spider Man is because he, he it's like the he he doesn't see like a human being. He sees his next game, and that's why he goes after Spider Man because he wants to mount his head on the wall because he's a fucking nut. He <laughs> wears the head of a lion. On his chest. If you've seen the, the seen what he what he wears, he he's not a, he doesn't care about he, quote unquote he doesn't really care care about uh, animals the way he does in this and it's it's weird and mm. if I didn't if you didn't know that then this would have been a very interesting like uh, like pro like pro anti no pro anti. Anti, like big game hunting, and and just conf- and confirmation, uh, confirmation. It's, it's words that I haven't 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 got, at the moment.
0: Yeah, that's all right.
1: Yeah, and Russell Crowe. I mean, I I love him. It's, he he's a big <clears throat> he's a big ball, a big ball of fun uh he's in this later half of his of his career that he wants to do like mm. huge atlantis stuff and i'm here for it because he's awesome um uh. <laughs> not to be taken seriously i mean uh after after a couple of like oh i'm a i'm a serious artist it's like no i'm i'm going to go nuts and it's, and i'm i'm more for that. Mm-hmm. it's like there's no beautiful mind anymore we're, no, we're never going to get beautiful mind again cuz he doesn't want to do uh. that anymore <laughs> He's gonna do no. do some more interesting shit, and yeah, um, I don't know what else I can say. Uh, maybe I'll give this a miss as well.
0: Oh yeah, Yeah. Right, fair enough.
1: Because I've se- I've sort of seen this before. It's it's got all the elements that I've seen before, but but it's it's in the Spider-Man universe somehow. Without being in the Spider-Man universe. A different Spider-Man universe that we don't Mm. know the connections of. Are they setting up for a Sinister Six movie with Kraven the Hunter, Morbius, uh, Vulture now? And, I don't know, maybe at the end, Rhino will turn up as well. And with the Rhino thing, his origin story is he's a big dumb guy who gets stuck in a Rhino costume.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Like he can't take it off. And with this mm-hmm. one, it's he's turning into a rhino and maybe he gets stuck being a rhino, a human rhino. So essentially he, it's the origin of the lizard.
0: Mm. Right, okay.
1: <sighs> anyway, um, and ooh, what else pissed me off? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was something, it was on the tip of my tongue. Um. Yeah, i just—it's just big, confusing, and it's like, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for the reviews. Like, I'll, I'll probably give it—I'll give it a week, and people say, "No, it's really interesting. You should, should go watch it." It's like, mm. okay, if there's nothing else on. Uh, which, yeah. So, when is this coming out, kindle
0: uh, well, *Craven the Hunter* uh, will be in cinemas here in Australia on the fifth of October.
1: <laughs> I saw uh, five slash ten. And I thought, is that the score already? Five out of ten.
0: <laughs> yeah, fortuitous, foreshadowing. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, our next trailer is uh, for a Netflix series called *The Three Body Problem*. Um. Yeah, this is adapted from a series of books um, and it's brought to us by uh, Benioff and Weiss, the uh, Game of Thrones creators. This is their next big thing. Um, So consider me slightly cautious on that front. That's Um, if
1: these series of books have finished.
0: Yes, let's hope they have actually finished. Um, <laughs> however, that aside, um, I'm very intrigued by this. This was a really good teaser trailer. I thought, um, like it didn't show you too much about what the story exactly is. Like I had to look up the description, um, on IMDb, which reads a fateful decision in 1960s, China echoes across space and time to a group of scientists, in the present, forcing them to face humanity's greatest threat. Um,
1: Turns out it was man.
0: It was man all along. Um, <laughs>
1: the biggest villain ever. Yes. Turns out it was man.
0: <laughs> yes. For uh, for another description, um, set against the backdrop of a backdrop of China's Cultural Revolution, a secret military project stand, uh, sends signals into space to establish contact with aliens. Um, an alien civilization on the brink of destruction captures a signal and plans to invade Earth. Meanwhile, on Earth, different camps start forming, planning to either welcome the superior beings and help them take over a world seen as corrupt or f- to fight against the invasion. The result was a science fiction masterpiece of enormous scope and vision. Okay, someone was paid to write that. Um, yeah. No, it sounds epic. It looks epic. Um, I'm here for a good sci-fi story. Um, and, you know, it's it just... I don't. know, It just looks really, really good, and Wong's in it. Benedict Wong's in it, <laughs> so that makes that makes me happy. Um, we love to see him.
1: Why is that? Because he's in Marvel and shit.
0: <laughs> uh, I guess. Um, he's, no, he's just he's just great. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I don't really have a lot to say about this other than I'm probably going to be watching it because uh, it yeah it looks really good. Like visually, a lot of the shots were were great i kind of liked that not the second shot because it was all clumpy but the first shot you get of everything rising up off the ground looked really really cool um yeah and i'm you know it's a space related thing so i'm here for it so um yeah i i, I reckon i'll check it out um Fourier says <laughs> hmm i'm confused with this one yeah. Yeah, f- fair enough. Like I said, it doesn't really explain itself very much, much about what no. it's. No, which is, um, you know, can work to its advantage or it could, you know, backfire. So, um, what did you make of it, Michael?
1: Yeah, um, when I watched it, I thought, I, I'm confused myself. Uh, it didn't really give me much to go on. So, yeah, I had to look it up to and yeah an adaptation of a novel like the first novel of a, a trilogy of books, so if this goes well, then they'll go into the other ones uh, remembrance of the earth's past, which is the trilogy and mm-hmm. yeah uh uh and uh chinese novels so so you'll like um but adaptation from the west so it'll be a very interesting i don't know i might i might look more into it seeing if uh i like because i like my space and i've never heard this before uh, quite obvious because it's all in japanese uh sorry chinese jesus mm. oh dear um oh dear yeah i'll i'll definitely have a look at it and and if i like what i hear and what I research, maybe it'll be an interesting, mo- um, interesting series to sit down and watch. Uh, mm. Yeah, and going off what these guys did, I'm all about redemption arcs. I mean, come on. Yeah, in a, in a way, Jaja Binks got a redemption arc, and this year George, mm-hmm. George Clooney did in a way he's <laughs> like, yes, you're the butt of a joke for Re- mad respect uh, yeah, so when is this um, coming out, really What? well <laughs> hmm.
0: um, well, uh, we don't have an exact date, but it will be in January next year on Netflix
1: they're still working out all, all the um, visual effects, I bet
0: yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> it, it looks very
1: it looks very um effect heavy uh, yeah, shows. Looks expensive. I hope the gamble is good.
0: I hope so too. That'll be nice. Um all right, our third and final trailer is uh for uh, a movie uh based on true story. Um and um I like the tagline of it, the uh the crazy behind the craze I think is, is pretty funny. Um, this is the Beanie Bubble. Um, now, it's supposed to be, I believe, the backstory behind the people who created the Beanie Bears. Shh. Um, we haven't got
1: the rights for that, so we changed it.
0: Shh. Yeah. That's the, that's the only problem I have with this, is the fact that there are no Beanie Bears uh, in this trailer at all, and doesn't look like in this movie. So um, it looks like they've just kind of taken, taken the, uh, you know, the real life events and then just uh, changed it to what they could change it to. Um, you know, apparently it's based on a book as well. I'm guessing the book was written about the thing. I can't find the. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm ge- anyway. I'm,
1: um, I'm guessing it's called the the Beanie Bubble because there's a um, documentary of the same name.
0: Yeah, where are you going?
1: Want to see where that came out?
0: Hmm. Um, but yeah. Otherwise, this trailer looks, you know, looks interesting. Um, I can't believe how unrecognizable Zach Galifianakis is without his beard. <laughs> um, like, I've never seen him. I don't think I've ever seen him without his beard, and he looks and doesn't even sound like it's just completely different in this, which is cool.
1: You know what he actually looks like. Mm. It, for for weird like angles and and in the trailer, he looks a little bit like um, uh, John Goodman.
0: Oh yeah, I can see that.
1: Like without the beard and that, it's like eh. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yep, I can see that. That's yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, but I you know he looks like he's giving a great performance here, so I'm I'm curious to to watch it for him mostly um you know but um and then just the whatever true story elements there are in this um Elizabeth Banks of course is great you know I enjoy her a lot I've seen a lot of her stuff she's uh very very funny very talented um and then it's also cool to see you know Sarah Snook in this um Aussie's represent <laughs> her her career is definitely in an upswing thanks to uh um Succession obviously so um it's good to see her doing good and, um, yeah, so I, I, I reckon I'll check this one out. I'm, curi- I'm very curious about this. It looks it looks very well done um, and crazy and chaotic and uh, very intriguing. So um, I think I might give it a look. Um, Fulia says, I am mildly curious about this one, mm. although I do not remember these stuffed animals ever hitting our shores. Yes, Fulia, because it's... Yes, it's supposed to be the beanie, beanie bears or beanie babies, and they its not. Yeah. They're they're, they're stuffed cats or whatever they were. What did they say, Himalayans?
1: Oh, something like something like that.
0: Something like that, or Himalayans. It, it and, d- Himalayans it, cats don't
1: It's nothing to do with bears. Or yeah. Or babies.
0: No. No bears or babies in this one. Um, Michael, what did Hello. you think of of this trailer?
1: Well, I watched two trailers. <laughs> you did? Yeah, because I didn't know which one which one it was. Um. Uh, so the the first one that I saw was a documentary of the same name, uh, with mm. uh, the actual story like story of the craze of the Beanie Baby. And it mm. looks like it's on Amazon, uh, Amazon, and it came out last year, actually, uh, December sixth came out ah. last year. Yeah, so you go. if you can find it there, you can find it anywhere. Uh, yeah, so essentially it was that, and then there was another one, uh, and I thought, and I watched that because so, I didn't know which one it was until I came on here and say, like, which one was it? <laughs> uh yeah so this looks it does look interesting i mean there's uh, there's a there's sort of like a a series of movies that are starting to come out about products and not necessarily like uh, main people like uh air came out about the air jordans and the blackberry and Mm. Uh, I think there was yeah Tetris as well. So there's mm. there's a lot of that coming out, and it looks, yeah looks looks like this one is a little bit different because they probably couldn't get the rights for it, but they they can use the mm. title for some reason. But overall, I I do I do enjoy these people who are actually in it, like like uh, Zach and and Elizabeth Banks as well, and she's really funny. Um, and a good mm. and a good uh, director as well. I saw Cocaine Bear not too long ago, and I thought this is really good. And uh, it just it it got to my sensibilities, and I thought, yeah, I I'm enjoying this. You're a good one, Elizabeth Banks. You're a good director. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. She is. Yeah, she is. I still haven't she seen are. I still haven't seen the uh, Charlie's Angels movie yet, but apparently that's I, good I th- as well.
0: It's fun. Yeah, I yeah. I enjoyed it.
1: I didn't watch it under principle because no. <laughs> My what? one is from the from the late 2000s <laughs> if it doesn't have Lucy Liu or 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 Drew Barrymore or the other one uh it's not mine
0: <laughs> <laughs> well Cameron Diaz um
1: I thought it was going to foul I don't know anyway white women all look the same to me uh yeah anyway um yeah hey, uh, this looks really funny uh, it does definitely has a little tidbits of um what happened as well like the the truck crash on the highway did happen and a lot of people got out to actually get the beanie babies it was that insane and hopefully the uh one of the biggest um uh one of the biggest uh, stories to ever come out of the beanie baby beanie baby craze was there was a, a divorce In America, uh, and they had to divide their Beanie Baby collection, (laughs) and they had they had to do it in uh, had to do it in the courtroom and under supervision, (laughs) because I no this one's yeah it was it was nuts it was nuts and I barely remember it because I was a boy and I don't care of such things. I was more I was more into my Pokemon cards, which is another kettle of fish of of putting prices on just stupid commodities. <sighs> Humans are weird. Why do we why why do we value trash?
0: <laughs> Good question.
1: It's kind of like the pop finals. In a way. Yeah, I can see them. Never mind. (laughs) They bring sentimental
0: value. I've stopped buying pops. Why's that? Because I don't need them.
1: (laughs) Don't you? Don't you need them? Are you sure? I need all... (laughs) I need all the Marvel ones.
0: I need all the Loki ones. (laughs) there's, There's... There are low key ones out there I don't have that have come out, no. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It's Anyway. Let's, let's stay on target. Go later. Uh, um,
1: it's either lumps of plastic cardboard or even <laughs> or even beanie babies. Yeah. The only bar the only, Yeah. It's kinda of like crypto as well. Anyway, so when is this coming out, uh, Kendall?
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, the Beanie Bubble, uh, is going to burst onto Apple TV Plus on the 28th of July.
1: Yeah, not too long.
0: Yeah. Just about a month away. Mm. Awesome. All right. That's Trailer Park done. It is. We're rolling out. Shit. Rolling on out. <laughs> Shit. Which means now. Yeah. It's time. Oh. For the moment. Take away
1: all the tabs.
0: The segment.
1: Don't need them.
0: The section. Oh, yeah. The part.
1: Why?
0: The place.
1: The spectrum. Uh, the, the,
0: the, the spot in the show we like to call. pop
1: corn, Kyocha. <laughs> 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 that
0: was great. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn culture time.
1: New York yes. City huh?
0: coming New out soon. New York City, I know. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> Another reason why I got binge. Hey.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Reasons to keep binge. What we do in the shadows, baby. Um. All right. But we're not here to talk about that yet. Although we no will one. when we get to when when that comes out. <laughs> no. Uh, um, We are here, of course, to uh, discuss our thoughts on the first episode of Secret Invasion.
1: Yeah, more Marvel. More Marvel. (laughs) Insert adjective here. (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: good. It's good. It's good. Um, Yeah, so Secret Invasion is finally out, finally upon us. Um, And yeah, first episode my general thoughts I mean it's funny because I went into it with low expectations like sudden low expectations because I was really excited and hyped not like over hyped like I, I, I temper my expectations now anyway but I was really excited and then a friend of mine watched it and it was like What's happened? What's going on? Why is this? No. Like they were like they didn't like it. Um, and then and they're not sure if they're gonna keep watching and I was like, Oh damn, okay. I trust your opinion. This is not looking well for me. And yeah, and then I watched it and I was like, Okay, dude, you're being a bit too harsh, I think. No <laughs> it's not it's not bad at all. It's not amazing, but it's the first episode and, you know, they're doing a lot of, you know, establishing of this the world and the way it looks, and you know, setting up the story and introducing some characters as well. So it's like, I well, don't know, it was it was fine I introducing
1: would... the bad and the main bad,
0: the big bad, yeah. Yes. Essentially,
1: we've seen all the um, all the ones that we've seen,
0: yeah, yeah. We know most of the characters are already going into this. But it has been a minute, hot minute, since we've seen, um, you know, any, uh, you know, signs of um, the scrolls in the MCU. It has been a a while. Um, But regardless, yeah, I thought it was good. Like, I I enjoyed it. Like, it, you know, obviously they're not doing the, uh, you know, secret invasion storyline from the comics too accurately, um, which is fine. They don't have to do that. Um, but um, but they're obviously going to still do aspects of it, which could be really interesting um, but yeah uh, I'll save the rest of my thoughts as for as we uh, continue on, but overall I thought it was good, it was a solid start it was nice to return to the adventures of Nick Fury and Talos um, and uh, yeah um, I'm excited to talk about it. Michael, what did you what did you think? Uh, your your general takeaways, thoughts. Um.
1: Yeah, it does have the disadvantage of being the first uh, first episode, so uh, I felt like, okay, you've done the setup, but I still need to know more where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Hopefully, it it will unfold a bit. A bit more in the sec- second one, because apparently um, a lot of reviewers have actually seen the first two, and yeah, and possibly you need to see the first two to actually sort of get the sort of gist of where they're going. So I probably understand that, but overall, I can sort of see where people are sort of getting rubbed the wrong way. It's like, oh, okay, where this. All of a sudden there's characters that we sort of knew turned out to be something else completely different. Okay, uh, how long were they scrolls, uh, Or whatever. And then it, it ended uh, with, uh, oh, shit, no one's safe. Um, or even, mm. or, or even. So I, I, I sort of enjoyed that aspect of we, we don't know where we're going. And I mm-hmm. do enjoy that, and how mm-hmm. it's it's definitely harking into uh, like the Red Scare and and everything, even the sort of Cold War era of of uh, America versus versus the Soviet Union, even though there's no Soviet Union. So so it's like, really, we're doing we're doing this bit? Okay, please more. Um, uh, it's. It's enjoyable that we get to see these characters that we haven't se- seen in a while. Definitely ones that have, uh, haven't interacted since uh, Miss Ma- uh, Ma- Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Marvels. Miss um, Marvel, Captain Marvel, Shazam! Uh, and a lot of people... And it's been 30 years. So you, uh, it's been 30 years in-universe uh, as well as a blip happen so Mm. and yeah it's it definitely looks it definitely looks like it's going to be a bit more grounded and and hopefully it'll just be the way that this episode presents itself of having just people having a dialogue between each other and just uh, a little bit of action and hopefully not a big, uh, the universe is about to be destroyed thing at the end. There's no hopefully there's no portal portals in the sky sort of act three. I, hopefully I, not. Yeah, I just want I, I just want something a bit more you know James Bond or anything like that. Just like uh, uh, politically charged as well as well as mm-hmm. um, espionage and. And all, all that, and it looks like it's it looks like it's it has that it it has those elements in the fir- first movie uh, first episode. So, mm-hmm. I am happy of what I've got, but I just need a little bit more, it's just to say, yeah, I yeah. like where you're going. I just I just need more, and it is the first episode out of six episodes, I'm guessing. And, yeah, it's, it, it's enjoyable, but I can definitely see a little bit of flaws to it, but I can't really yeah. establish what the flaws are because it's the first episode. And mm-hmm. that's my first fault.
0: Yeah, well, that made me think of something my friend said, like um, he wants it to be more Winter Soldier mm. and, less, and less Falcon in the Winter Soldier, if that makes sense. Um. Yeah. In a way, just in terms of the quality, I guess.
1: True, but uh, looking back at it now, that uh, I think winter Soldier, uh, *Falcon*, and Winter Soldier* sort of had a very messy ending because they had it to. It did. They had to re-edit it some stuff, and essentially, it was. <laughs> it, it was basically is like, yelling at yelling at politicians. Is like do better. No, you do better. You're from <laughs> America. You do stuff.
0: You do stuff, and you do stuff. Um, so you happen to mention something about you know maybe a certain character having been a scroll the whole time. Um, I obviously we're doing spoilers, people, so just you know race yourself. Um, Everett Ross has not been a scroll the whole time. I am not of that belief because. Mm in you know we saw him in wakanda forever he was you know uh he he was taken into custody but then he was rescued by okoye in her fancy new blue outfit um so he's like a fugitive from the us government i yeah. think currently so, so be in wakanda so yeah so i doubt that everett ross is a scroll, just overall based on that and just based on i don't think i don't really think that's what they're they're gonna do with this story, like how the Secret Invasion comic book storyline is about finding out that some of our favorite characters have been scrolls. They've always time. been. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do that. At least not on that scale. I mean, they kind of did set up the fact that they can do that because they showed us, you know, the you know, in New Scrolls they have that corridor filled with people that they, you know, just chain up and hmm. you know, take their skin and personate them and steal their memories and, you know, re- effectively replace them on Earth. So it's it's definitely something they could do. You know what I, I was thinking? Th-
1: mm. Me and my Doctor Who brain. It's like, I've seen it. Nah. <laughs> this is Zygon's Zygon's oh, Zy- man. Seen oh, Zygons do that. Okay. Yeah, Zygons do that. Doctor Who did it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's been done. Been done during the seventies. <laughs> and in that's that episode, they also explained the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> yeah, it's a wild, wild episode. And also predicted uh, Mar- uh, Maggie Thatcher as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like in terms of, as in, sir, we got a call from the PM. it? Yes, ma'am. Because ah. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, they they didn't. It was in the seventies, so she yeah. she wasn't really there so they predicted mm. they predicted that so
0: they did the Simpsons yeah
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sorry they also predicted the uh, submarine going down anyway they
0: did anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, yeah I, I hope this isn't all we see of of Everett Ross but I doubt I doubt we're gonna see him again Um. in this episode I don't think I don't think he's coming back I think it's just a cameo um, from Martin Freeman but mm. who knows he
1: knows i will talk about that as well Please. Um, cuz I, I watch a guy uh talk about uh where would it been this sort of him being taken over by, by a scroll and and he said well it would be interesting if it was uh, if he was a scroll in wakanda forever uh cuz we get to learn that his ex-wife was um in in uh, uh, Val was in the government, so he was like an infiltrator into the government, sort of thing. So, yeah, th- so that would have been interesting if mm. they play it with that. So, and very it, true. An informant, like, and serious. Martin Freeman, he, he can also be. He's like, well, he really has a British accent. Because we all know scrolls are Australian slash British whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So everyone everyone who everyone who's British and has an American accent in the MCU is a scroll. Doctor Strange is a scroll.
0: (laughs) Who else would be a scroll? Well I mean Spider Man. Yes, Spider Man. Um Chris Hemsworth is Australian doing a British accent.
1: Yeah but he's Thor though. Yeah. So he's already like uh cosmic so.
0: Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Um anyway, um yeah, what else to talk about? I mean like, you know, seeing seeing Nick Fury again is is really interesting in this episode because it's obviously been a long time since we've spent this much time with Nick Fury. Um the real one the real one and you know he's not the same agent uh director of shield he once was many moons ago um they really do spend a lot of time trying to drive home that he's he's you know he's older he's you know part of the old way of doing things and he he hasn't been the same since the blip happened and um, we even get like a quick, you know, flash cut to him disappearing during the blip. So it's obviously affected him quite severely. Um, and yeah, and I mean, that probably lends itself to why, one of the reasons why he's up on that Sabre space station is because, you know, he's kind of retired, I guess. Like mm. he's, he's, he's up there doing work, but n- not really, um, like, I don't think he wants to really be involved in things anymore. And it takes, takes what's going on with the Skrulls and for Talos to bring him down, to bring him, and Maria Hill to bring, them, bring him into it, to be like, no, 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 we need your help on this. You know, you're obviously steeped in the connection to the Skrulls and, and everything that happened in Captain Marvel with the Skrulls. So, yeah, you've got to be here for this. Um, so, yeah, it's weird to see mm. Nick Fury kind of on the back foot um, a little bit throughout this. But but I think it's fine. Like Samuel Jackson is always great to watch and he is old now, obviously, and um but still badass, you know. Hmm. He has some really great dialogue in this. Yeah, um Badass,
1: bad knees.
0: Yes. <laughs> pretty much. Um Yeah. Uh one of my not to jump to the finale or sorry, the or the end of the episode, but one of my favorite sequences in this episode was uh, towards the climax, where he's like, you know, they're they're trying to, you know, stop the, you know, the the backpacks from blowing up and whatever's going on, um, this bombing, and Nick Fury gets distracted because he starts seeing the people like you've seen you've seen him see these people just in passing, but then. This, there, there's a scroll that's pretending to be all these people, and you like you see them disappear in and out between the crowd and and behind, from behind objects because you know it's it's clearly someone who's been tailing Nick Fury unawares, and I just I just thought that was a really really cool scene and like the way Nick kind of puts it together and follows the thing. Um, yeah, I thought that was really really cool. So, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on? Um, on, on Nicky Nick on Nicky. Nicky boy.
1: on Nicky. Nicky, boy. Uh, Nicky boy, yeah, coming down from yeah, coming down from space was was pretty awesome, uh just a lone gunman coming back coming back home to you know sort out some shit, and yeah, it looks like those five years have done a toll on him as well as just missing 5 years and you've had all this uh all these irons in the fire and, and they've gone belly up and and trying to sort, sort out what's been going on as well as like keeping uh keeping the scrolls a secret for so long it's like well everything's sort of going going to shit now because what the scrolls are doing uh and essentially yeah uh unfortunately it is uh a stop it is a a doctor who episode that i can't really get into because it's a spoiler for you for the future anyway uh but you you'll see some other similarities and i thought hmm doctor who did it first uh but yeah um it's kind of cool that he they changed up Nick Fury uh, for s- someone that um, is completely different to what we've seen. Like, he doesn't have the eye patch anymore, so he doesn't need it uh, to make him look like other things. he got a beard. He's got a space beard. <laughs> I didn't know you can grow facial hair in space. And, yeah, just... Uh, I I think this is a good vehicle for Samuel Jackson to probably hang his hat on. Not necessarily there's going to be a death at the end because I I, I don't think so. Uh, but it will definitely be a good like a last hurrah. It's like you know what I'm done. I'm going to spend the rest of my years in space. In space. So I do uh, I do like what they're what they're doing with uh, Nick Fury in this. Yeah, and just meeting up with friends and family. Family being, quote unquote. I can't hear you.
0: Sorry, I forgot I muted myself. Yes, um, yes, of course. His, you know, sort of found family, as it were, I mm. suppose. Um, yeah, I, I, I yeah. It's really good. Speaking of that found family, let's talk about some of them. Um, you know, we, you mentioned before, you know, if you're a scroll, you either have a British accent or an Australian one,
1: mm-hmm. or
0: there's Ben Mendelsohn and then there's everyone else. Because um, <laughs> I just love the fact that they're, you know, they made the choice in Captain Marvel to for him to have his Australian accent and they've continued that, obviously, here. Um, and it's just... It's just kind of wild to me <laughs> <laughs> to hear his voice in this show in in the in the MCU to hear such an Australian like tone. Um, it's it kind of takes me out of it a little bit, but like I, it doesn't bother me at all. I just I think it's wonderful because Ben Mendelsohn is amazing mm. and very, he's incredibly talented and one of our best actors and. Um, I just yeah, him him and Nick Fury have a really great rapport with each other, and um you know they they make for a, a good sort of a buddy cop duo in a way, yeah. I think I, I I like the way they play off each other and complement each other, and you can tell, like just just from the first couple of scenes you get with them together in in this, you can tell that they've been so close with each other for so long um for thirty years. 30 years it's been. So yeah, you re- the, the show does a really good job of addressing that and like emphasizing that in the right way to the point where it's making me now think about, <laughs> you know, all those years where, you know, Talos was never mentioned. The scrolls were never mentioned all this stuff, but you know, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. It's fine. You can make um, your own
1: head with that.
0: Yeah, you can, you can. And that's, that's okay. Um, it doesn't bother me too much. But yeah, I loved I loved seeing Talos again. Um I, I it's a shame that they had to kill his wife off-screen. I didn't love that. I thought that was a bit shit. Uh, mm. <laughs> if I'm honest, but is what it is, I suppose they didn't have time to really fit it in and they I mean she's kind of a plot device in in this because, you know, she's the reason that um you know, their daughter Gaia played by Amelia Clark decides to for the most part, it seems, uh, switched back sides because um, she's, you know, gotten herself caught up with um, uh, Gravik, the bad guy, who we'll get to shortly. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, no, Mendo- Mendo's great. We love Mendo. He's awesome. Um, did you have any thoughts on, on him, on, on uh, Talos in this?
1: Um, I probably agree with you. It's a bit jarring, like, hearing your own accent in a... In a in an American show, yeah, yeah, it, 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 yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it's probably a, a lot different if we were listening to something else. As like, like, it, yeah, it's so It's not as jarring as like um, like Korg or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> you come to expect it. It's like yeah, yeah that's that. Yep, yeah, Mali. Um. Yeah, it, it's a bit hard to pinpoint because you're trying to be engrossed into the situation, but uh, he, he's dropping, like, mate every now and again. It's like...
0: I know. Really? He yeah.
1: says he says mate. It's, 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 is it too, it's too much, isn't it? A little bit. I don't know. He's just having fun and... Uh, yeah. I don't know. A little bit of levity doesn't go astray. I mean, mm. uh, out of all the 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 cast probably probably that one would be more of the comedic sense, but he does have a lot of um, uh, a lot of emotional turmoil as well, like mm. like losing a wife, uh, quintessentially losing a daughter at the same time, mm. um, uh, and as well as him being the only scroll, uh, uh, essentially fighting against other scrolls and you get to see that in in when nick shoot shoots the other scrolls like i didn't say that and you can definitely feel like the sort of uh, anguish that he has is like that he if things were different he would have made it different but he he's just in between he's essentially between the rock and the hard place Mm. and and how and how he and and also that scene where he's hold he's essentially pointing a gun at his own daughter that was mm. I I can definitely see why they uh why uh Ben Mendelson is, is the actor's actor and he's the best of what he can do uh, doing, mm. doing, doing like high emotional stuff as well as doing like a little bit of comedic stuff as well. Of, and having the sort of uh dropping of like mate every now now and again is like yeah, it's something similar. It's something good. It's and it is this character. Then and it does make me fear in the future that is yeah, I won't say it because I don't want it in the universe. Mm. But, no, that's fair. But you can probably guess what I'm thinking.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, we just won't say it.
1: No, because it won't. No. Ha- it won't happen.
0: No, exactly. Yeah, I've, the I've same read side of heads. Yeah, I've
1: read the secret. <laughs> I know. That, <laughs> I know that really happens.
0: <laughs> anyway. um, yeah. Well, I really loved. I really loved that scene in the tunnel where he confronts Gaia, and you know. Tries to talk her down and and you know he, he tells her about you know the fact that her mum's dead and the people she's she's allied allied herself uh, with uh, you know responsible so yeah it's a really great scene. Your I mum got, got fridged. Yes. Oh god.
1: <laughs>
0: god damn it. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, Amelia Clark, Gaia. Um, I, yeah, I'm keen to see more of her. Yeah. Um, it's only the first I, episode. It's only the first episode. Didn't get a huge chance to really go deep with her character. Like, we, you know, they, they, I guess they touched on her, le- you know, the, and the, like, her reasons and the reasons why the scrolls kind of kicked Talos out of the council and, you know, and now have this massive kind of rebellion going on. Um, but yeah, they haven't really gone too deep into her and why she's with them, like why she would go against her father, her parents in order to, you know, support this cause. Um, So, but I, I I liked, I also liked the sequence where we, you know, we follow her where, where this, you know, new scroll gets taken into new scrollers. And then you get the introduction of the landscape of what they're doing. And, um, you know, how many of them there are there and, you know, in their real forms or in their human forms. And, um, you know, the the fact that they they have actual plant life and food from their home planet um, that they eat and, and, and live off and all of that stuff. So it's a good way. It was a good way to, like, humanize them. Mm. But then they they do that and then they show you, you know, that corridor of all the people uh, imprisoned against their will, um, being replaced. And that's, you know, kind of dark stuff. Um, but yeah, I like, I like Gaia. I think she's cool. Um, I don't really have too much else to say about her, uh, at this point. Like you said, it's the first episode. Um, and I, and speaking of like, not to jump, jump ahead too far, but just, um, Gravik as a villain as is not grabbing me yet. Um as much as I like I said I liked the you know the scene in the climax where you know he's changing forms to lure Nick Fury like I thought that that's fantastic but I he doesn't strike me I don't know I don't know like it is I don't he's not he's not having the desired effect for me I don't know what it is but which is a shame because I really like the actor Kingsley Benadire like he's he's quite good mm. um so yeah, hopefully we get to kind of flesh him out a bit more because at the moment he's feeling a little one-dimensional. I don't know what did you what did you make of Gaia and Gravik, uh, Michael?
1: Overall, yeah. Um, with Gaia, you, you're sort of getting you are getting reintroduced to her because first time we saw her, she was a child, and and that was it. It was basically uh, she was a child uh, in this in this uh circumstance of um even children are not uh uh even children aren't uh immune from being uh being attacked and 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 with the genocidal tendencies within uh uh w- within the captain uh captain marvel sort of thing uh, mm. Sorry, I got a message from uh, YouTube. Uh, no purple and blue hair, Kendall, from my wife.
0: Ah, oh. <laughs> hi, Sammy. No, it's gone. It's gone. I'm a redhead, as you can see. Yeah, but it's it's not done yet. It's still cooking. Yes, don't worry. As soon as it's as soon as it's done and it looks. Better than this, I, there will be a photo on social media. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so that explains. It. And, yes. and ha- hello, a- and hello, wife, for for watching. We're we're yes. talking about Marvel stuff, so big big enjoyment. <laughs> she doesn't care. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, with the Gaia stuff, it's like being uh, reintroduced to her, and and it helps us to. Get introduced to what the scrolls are up to, and they're they're in they're in Russia, Mother Russia, Russia. and and Gavik, yeah, still still trying to um, still trying to work out what his uh, uh, main sort of main goal. I mean, uh, surface level, it's basically uh, trying to find their people a place, and it's been thirty years, so. I I'm guessing it's been, there's a couple of generations saying, Oh, when when are we going to find our own place in the world? And you get to see and you sort of see that echoed in real life with like um uh generations of immigrants coming coming to a places like "When when can we make it our own? And mm. the and just the constant frustration and no, we need to keep we need to keep quiet because you know we're we are aliens on a quote unquote aliens on a on a planet that doesn't know that we exist. So and the previous and I'm guessing like the previous like aliens that have uh, interacted with the human race have tried to kill them. So I can I can I can see why there's sort of uh, maybe a bit of. You know uh, animosity when it comes to like introducing an alien that's going to be living next to next to the the human race, and so mm. then and, and I'm guessing they'll probably use this bomb uh, to I don't know wipe out the human race and and claim the claim the Earth as their own. I'm guessing so mm. a bit of a lone wolf terrorism mixed in with there so. Um, I can sort of see a couple of um, parallels with the flag smashes from uh, mm. Winter mm-hmm. Soldier and 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 Falcon, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's the order of it. Uh, yeah. But instead of uh, humans, it's aliens this time. Aliens and by the end of this ser- series we're going to uh we're going to say okay who did it better <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: who did it better so yeah it's just first episode and it's a very interesting take and i love science fiction to tell a, a deeper story about ourselves
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely um gosh, that would be a really nice way to end it if there wasn't a slightly couple of other things to talk about.
1: Um, nah, there's a death. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: um, cool. Well, I mean, there's a couple other characters we can just briefly touch on. I mean, you know, Don Cheadle's in this show, Roadie's back, but, you know, he he's in this for one scene, and it's him talking to the president, played by Dermot Moroni. Um and they're just concerned about Nick Fury um there's not really a lot to unpack about that to be honest but um I want more Brady um and then yeah we have that scene with Olivia Coleman's character Sonia Folsworth. um she's MI6 I'm pretty sure she said if I remember correctly yeah. um yeah I think so. so and has a has a history a long history with Nick Fury and I, I love Olivia Coleman and I think she did an excellent job in this scene. Um, you really do get the feeling that they have similar to Talos and, and Nick Fury, you get the feeling here with these two that they've also had a long standing relationship of some sort, stretching back decades. Um, you know, so I thought I thought that was really cool, their conversation as well. Um she's very curious. Like I remember saying when the first uh, trailer for this came out last year, that um, you know, I thought she was going to be the, a, a villain in this. Like she kind of gave off that sort of a vibe, an antagonistic vibe. But um, I'm not so sure. I mean, the second trailer came out, and made her not so villainy, and now it's like, okay, I feel like she might be a she could be a thorn in, in Fury's side at some point, but it remains yeah. to be seen how. Um, but I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah it's kind of like um uh, fury and his band uh are caught in the middle of uh this this war between humans and scrolls and olivia being the the human side of not trusting like anything and and what the scrolls are, are, are attempting to do so mm. um i can sort of see what what's been going on. It's sort of like we're going to be in the middle. It's like making sure everyone plays nice, but yeah, uh, those pawns have moved at the end.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, we can probably talk about the ending because, you know, there's one character we haven't talked about yet um, because I'm saving her for last because, damn. Um, Maria Hill... Let's pour pull one out for Maria Hill, mm. ladies and gentlemen um, yeah um I'm yeah <laughs> I really like Kobe Smolders and I love I love Maria Hill. I think she's been a great character across the movies obviously we haven't really gone into too much depth with her um, and her story and who she is and you know she's just kind of been one of these. Characters, it's like a connective tissue of plot between all the different movies, yeah. which is you know what what you know Nick Fury has been and and what Coulson was as well, um, but she's great, she's awesome, and she's you know she's always had Nick's back you know um, since the first Avengers movie, um, and yeah, and then she she's great in this episode, and then she gets killed off at the end, mm. um. I watched one YouTube video that reckons that she's not actually dead. Um Cope. And that, and I and I disagree. <laughs> I think she's <laughs> definitely I think she's definitely dead. I don't think Nick Fury would have run away if she was still alive. I don't think he would have done that to her. Um uh, but yeah, I wasn't expecting that to happen. Um but it's it is it is shocking and it's upsetting and I cried and yeah, and I, I hope her death means something, and I hope that they can avenge her. <laughs> I didn't mean to make that pun, but I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sad, but you know, it was. I don't. Know, was it was a quick. Is it me? Am I being harsh? Was it a quick death? Like it was a kind of a sudden. It just kind of felt out of nowhere <coughs> during the chaos of the explosion. I don't know. What did you? What did you make of it all, Mike?
1: Um, I'm not sure if it was quick or not. Is uh, to be seen, but it it definitely is. um... I don't know, because um, I can't because I can't imagine it because it being the first episode, and hopefully it does mean something, not just yeah. not just to. Uh, you know make fury determine to stop the scrolls at any cost you know fridging yeah. fridging another character <laughs> and, yeah. our, and, our, and, our and 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 now and him and and Talos have, uh, have something in common dead female friends and relatives
0: companions uh,
1: anyway but yeah but i i, I think it's more in a way, this is my first feeling it's 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 like a feeling that there's anyone can be a scroll as well as anyone can die. And, yeah and uh I think it being a character that essentially is like a a background character that's been around ever since almost the start and and been around with Nick Fury for much longer. And that's why I'm th- thinking it's it's definitely turning a corner and how, you know, like Marvel hasn't done uh, death. I- death is going to be meaningless yet because in comics, death is meaningless. Everybody comes back. Uh, and I can definitely see why people... People may as oh she'll she'll come back. It's the comic. It's adaptation to comics, so they're not coming back. I mean Colson came back somehow. I don't know. I've never yeah, seen I'm... I've never seen Agents of Shield and I'm never going to. Um
0: No, it's a good show. <laughs>
1: yeah, then why is it over? Um
0: It got seven seasons, man. Nah. Jesus calm down.
1: Too long then. Um <laughs> oh, come on, you know. Supernatural got longer, and one of them died yeah, from more tetanus. more than twice as long. Um, from <laughs> didn't didn't get his tetanus shot. Could have survived. Um, anyway, spoilers for Supernatural. Even though I'm not going to say it either. Um, what was I saying? Um, is that time of the night?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's the sleepy time. Yeah. sleepy hour. Uh, I can't remember what you were saying either. Maria
1: Maria Hall.
0: You were talking about like yeah, you know, de- oh, permadeath perma death versus yeah, like, permadeath you know, de- to... de- death. Death is meaningless. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
1: I, it would be a whole. Of, it would be better. It is like better to actually. It's it's bad to say, but it's horrible to say, but kill her off like permanently. Um. Because mm. yeah, otherwise it it would mean more to um these outcasts trying to save uh trying to save Earth. I mean in a way Nick Fury has been, been handling the the human and scroll sort of thing for ever since ever since Captain Marvel. So um and it can only end two ways. Either Peace and harmony, or absolute absolute annihilation of a, of, a, of a species, mm. and it's the trolley problem all over again. There you go. Yep. And then the incentive of you know what? Fuck these guys. They kill. They killed my my friend, colleague, acquaintance. I
0: don't
1: know. Yeah, all of the above. Yeah. So I don't know how to feel about it yet, but it definitely was a huge fucking shock. Like, it was. Oh, oh. Yeah. We're doing that, are we? Mhm. Okay. No hot, no whole bars. Yeah Marvel, yeah. Marvel is turning a corner of having something a bit more substantial than, than you know, whimsical and stuff like earthbound stuff. Yeah. Needs to be like set set in stone set in stone. Set in stone.
0: Yeah. Yes. No, yeah.
1: That is my feeling.
0: That is your feeling. Well that's a good feeling. Um I don't really have anything else to say. I think we've covered pretty much everything. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we roll on out, move on out of here?
1: Yeah, I need that second episode, man. Um, what else was there there was actually something something, something, something something, something yeah I'll probably think about it next week but yeah Uh, out of all it uh, I'm willing for it to grow on me but Mm -hmm. at this present time I am still curious to watch
0: yes Yes, we don't really know where it's going exactly, and that's kind of exciting. Um, I just remember. And, mm.
1: how are you with the uh, AI-generated title sequence?
0: Yeah, I was wondering if if, I, if we should talk about it, um, just because it's getting late. But yeah, I, I, uh, see. It's at first I was pissed because it's like, well. I get what they're trying to do, but I think they they didn't read the room first. Um, but I suppose maybe it was made a long time before, like because AI has been like it's gradually become a problem, and it's in the last couple of months, especially is is a problem um, and heading towards a bigger one. Um, so maybe they when they made them, they didn't they obviously couldn't have known that that was going to be a, a hot topic. To, you know, kind of a taboo thing. Um, so I might give them credit for kudos for that. I guess in that sense, just give them a pass. But at the same time, it is kind of shit. Um, hmm. But then the the studio behind it released a statement. Um, I don't know if you saw. No, this, I haven't seen the statement. No. So, um, like, context? they have. Yeah. I was just going to say they have said no artist's jobs were replaced. Um, Basically, um, uh, the production process was highly collaborative and iterative with a dedicated focus on this specific application of an AI tool set. Uh, It involved a tremendous effort by talented art directors, animators, artists, and developers who employed conventional techniques to craft all the other aspects of the project. However, it is crucial to emphasize that while the AI component provided optimal results, AI is just one tool among the array of tool sets that our artists used no artist jobs are replaced by incorporating these new tools. Instead they complemented and assisted our creative teams. So a kind of seems, seems like a little sweep under the rug, like back, you know, let, let's just kind of like, Oh, actually it's not, you know, they're trying to cover their asses a bit, but mm. if, if that's, if that is true, which I, I mean, I'm not saying it's not, I feel like it's, it's kind of now become a, you know, the director spoke about this, the, 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 the sequence being ai generated and the internet's just latched onto that without taking in the context of it because if that's if this is true then it's literally the ai portion of the opening credit sequence which does look really cool is not a huge part of what put it together so yeah um so i don't know so again I, as usual i'm i'm sitting i'm sitting on both sides of the fence on it but um i would i would have rather them not use any kind of ai to be honest um in this so, yeah, I get what they were trying to do, but um, yeah, if I had to pick a side, I'd say no, I no AI is better than yeah. any AI. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about it?
1: Like, I can see what they are contextually what uh what they're going for is like what we're seeing is not real, i.e., uh, scrolls. Yeah. Is uh, what is it real or not? And contextually that, and after hearing that statement, nah, bullshit. Yeah, just cutting costs. Um. Yeah, that, yeah, it didn't really sit well with me. It's like, wow. Well, it, yeah. It, it could have been something else. Like, like e- each of these like Marvel TV shows have something unique in their titles. Like, you cannot it like definitely with WandaVision and how that's oh yeah that's all di- different each time. Uh, even e- even Winter Soldier, because there's a lot of parallels with that one. Definitely had this. Uh, their own unique style, and, and Loki's just, you know, better out of all of them mm. uh, because it was uh, imaginative and everything. Um, and I can't wait for the season two, maybe. Uh, let that go. Um, I was going, no. Sorry, too late. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I am. I am. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just. Yeah. Just. Just watching it is like. Nah. I. I don't like it. I've seen. I've seen yeah. AI generated shit before, and it's like. You can. You can tell it's. You can tell it's uh, AI generated because it doesn't look right, and I can. And that's the uh, context that you can see. It's like it doesn't look right, even though with scrolls they do look right, that's how you're fooled. Mm. Like, especially at the end. It it did look like um McFury.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And that's how it,
1: yeah. So damn if you do, damn if you don't, just and we and we're gonna be watching it for the next five weeks or so, so Yeah. Put our grievances at, at the start here, and then we'll just breeze past. I'm definitely going to skip forward. <laughs> I don't know why, because I know you're going to watch it each time, because you always well, do.
0: Yeah. I. Uh, well, yeah, I know it's, it's kind of interesting that I said that at the top of the show, and now I'm at the end of the show going...
1: Maybe I could. Maybe I
0: (laughs) could skip these credits.
1: If they do change Uh, it, then yeah.
0: I mean, they could change it due to the backlash, but. um,
1: I mean, they can do it again. Like each, they just need to press a button, and it's a different image. Yeah, that's how AI shit happens.
0: Ah, sometimes AI well sucks. It fucking yes. does suck. Um, it's gonna, yeah, ruin everything. Um, we're all gonna well, die. <laughs> we're all gonna die. On that happy note, I think it might be time to wrap things up. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, good. all good. All right. Well, that was our thoughts on the first episode of Secret Invasion, uh, titled Resurrection. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that. We uh, did. <laughs> Looking forward to more. Um, mm. But until then, um, yeah, that's that's the show. We're done. We're out of here. Good True night. that. Farewell. Thank you for being here.
1: Avidasen. Farewell. Goodbye.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And, and that, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Fred Lick. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest free content.
1: If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the Freddy Alien Productions, you can go head on over to youtube.com slash Freddy Productions. If you're on Twitch, give us a follow. And if you're on YouTube right now, give us, give us a subscribe. And remember to ring that bell icon to be updated with all the other videos that we do.
0: Yes. I've been a Kendall
1: Richardson, and I've been in a yellow submarine, Michael Lister.
0: And,
1: and you just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, podcast called Fredda. Fredda. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Remember to eat beef.
1: Remember, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and I am a scroll. I've always been a scroll. Ever since you've met me all, all those years ago, Kendall, when I was going out with Sammy, uh, I, I was a scroll. Haha. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Hold on. on. Uh, transition to the end.
0: <laughs> what a revelation. What a bomb drum. Bombshell. Bye. Bombshell. shell uh, thank you for listening thank you for watching later skaters
1: <clears throat> look after yourself and your mental health
0: and please do and see
1: nah.